interviewing girl boss, Izzy Dimolovsky, the founder and CEO of Love Your Skin. Izzy was the youngest person to be on Shark Tank Australia, where she pitched her natural skincare product line for teens and tweens. In addition to this, Izzy's been featured in Fortune's 18 under 18 list of young innovators who are changing the world. What's really interesting to me about Love Your Skin is that Izzy managed to create and sell a product that resonates with so many tween and teen girls around the world. Also, I'm super excited because Izzy is the first international guest on this podcast as she's based in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Hi, Izzy. Thank you so much for being on Wi-Fi Matters. I'm super excited to have you here, and I can't wait to learn more about yourself and about Love Your Skin. Oh, good. Thank you for having me. So, I know you're an actor, singer, girl boss, and student. So, how do you balance all of this? Um, well, I started Love Your Skin at a very young age. I started it when I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. So, learning how to balance everything in my life kind of just it just ended up coming naturally (laughs) because I just had to learn and adapt. And I'm also one of those people who works really well with a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. So having a lot of things to do kind of helps me be more productive. Okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so you do all these very interesting, diverse things. So how do they help each other? Well, doing love your skin especially starting at such a young age definitely helped because I was I I still am was really introverted especially growing Mm -hmm. up and I hated speaking in front of people and all that stuff yeah but I really loved the idea of still speaking debating Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. so being able to go into meetings at such a young age and speak in front of adults definitely helped Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. my confidence and my ability to speak in general to groups so I think that's definitely one thing one main thing that helps me across all elements of my life that I've gained from doing business. and has that also helped your acting then or has your acting helped you become a better entrepreneur well I don't know when I was younger I kind of just did acting because I thought it was fun, but now it's real, like acting and singing is a real passion of mine. Yeah. So I think, so that skill is definitely interchangeable in between, in between both. Mm-hmm. You know, acting, you're sort of good at taking direction and doing stuff like that, mm-hmm. which definitely works uh, well if you're doing like anything team collaborative, whether that's in a business or in real life. So yeah, those skills have definitely been in Yeah. Okay, let me see. And so you identify yourself as a girl boss. Why don't you just identify yourself as a CEO or just boss? Because in Australia, you have to be legally 18 to be a CEO of a company. (laughs) So I just just turned 18 recently. But um, also in society, I feel there's obviously there's a lot of amazing female leaders and girl bosses and I don't think they're recognised enough for being the awesome female leaders they are, especially with what women have had to go through mm-hmm. trying to get high leadership positions in companies. Mm-hmm. So using the word girl boss is kind of like owning that. 
yeah like empowering and stuff. yeah exactly that's great love that so what was your inspiration to start love your skin so when I was younger I used to do a lot of dance concerts and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I realized there wasn't anything for me to take my makeup off with or mm-hmm. like clean my skin with because I didn't want to use baby stuff and adult stuff is way too harsh for young skin okay and I also I had sensitive skin as well mm-hmm. so one night I came home from a dance concert and I asked my mom if I could use some of her products to clean my skin Mm-hmm. And she said, no, use baby products. And I said, but I'm not a baby. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use baby products. Yeah. And so after that, we started talking. She's like, fine, do your own thing. And didn't realize how seriously I'd take it. And here we are today. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, so what's your message or what's your mission behind Love Your Skin? My mission behind Love Your Skin is to make sure every girl feels comfortable and confident in their own skin because that's the best way to build your own life. I think if you're comfortable in your own skin and you're confident and you just, it gives you so much more power inside to do whatever you want to do and kick butt. Yes, I totally agree. That's great. So skincare is a really competitive industry. So how does Love Your Skin, how is Love Your Skin different? Well, Firstly, it's a natural Australian-made skincare range made for a girl by a young girl. Mm-hmm. And also, while starting the company, I realised there wasn't really anything in the market for specifically like 8 to 14, 16-year-olds. Okay. There was like teen products, like acne products, which obviously mm-hmm. majority of the younger demographic don't really need. have yeah. need. Yeah. And there's baby products, which is really... Like eight-year-old to like sixteen-year-old, they don't want to use baby products. Mm-hmm. So it was actually the main challenge there was convincing like retailers that this is an actual spot in the market that needs to be addressed. Because oh. skincare, we only have one skin. We need to look after it. It's <laughs> our biggest organ. So it is. Yeah, starting a good routine at a young age is really vital. So that was something mm-hmm. we needed to. Okay, I see. Um. So I was on your Instagram and I see that you have like a lot of brand ambassadors. Can you tell us about them? Yeah, sure. So we have an ambassador program currently running in Australia and USA. Mm -hmm. And it's basically just getting the word out about love your skin and spreading the love. And we give them products and they take photos for us, Um, which we use in our social media. It's just a bit of collaborations. Mm -hmm. And you seem really connected with them. So how do you, how did you um, create this? How did you, how are you better able to engage with them? Well, so I'm from Melbourne, Victoria in Australia. With them, we actually did an ambassador photo shoot two years ago. So that was a lot of fun and I got to meet some of them. But in regards to the ones in Australia, I've also helped out and sponsored Kids Fashion Week, which has travelled country so I was able to meet a bunch of them there because a lot of the models in that yeah but it's mainly just keeping up good engagement with them checking on them in dms yeah and yeah that's great um and so how has your community helped you um I think community is really important having a good like sense of community around you 
I think because I don't think people can do anything alone. Mm-hmm. So having a good team and having a good sense of community is really important to keep you uplifted in times of struggle and mm-hmm. just to keep morale high in general. I think it's really good to have a nice sense of community mm-hmm. around, around anybody. Definitely. And who in your community has been the most helpful and um, crucial with Love Your Skin? My mum. <laughs> yeah, definitely. She is the biggest powerhouse woman ever. In a, she's like just shorter than me and I'm short. I think in your terms, I'm like five foot three or something. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm down there. And she's just such an amazing woman the stuff she's done in business in her life Mm -hmm. is just remarkable and I've been so lucky to have her as a mentor and as part of my life that's amazing I love that um so you've been on Shark Tank Australia tell us about that experience that's amazing thanks um so I always forget the year um it was 2015 okay which was either um so one of our mum's friends walked up to us and she was like hey the second season applications are out you should apply Mm -hmm. just letting you know they closed three weeks ago (laughs) Um, so we did it and we're like you know let's see what happens a few days later we got an email from the Oh my god, my voice, it's still early in the morning here. <laughs> we got an email from the producers saying that they're at the end of their Skype calls but they want to talk to us. We're like, okay, mm-hmm. sure. So we have like our homeroom in the middle of the day for my school. Mm-hmm. And so I quickly went out of class, went home, did the Skype call, went back to school. A few days later, I was on the bus to like sport mm-hmm. to pee and um, I got a text from my mum saying that they'd chosen me which was in September 2015. And back then I really kept my school life and my business life very separate. Oh, okay. So I told some of my friends and some people have heard, they're like, what are you, what are you going to be on Shark Tank for? And I'm like, just do you wait. <laughs> so that was September. And then in November, it was Thursday, I think the 18th of November, 2015. They flew us up to Sydney. Okay. Which is where Fox Studios was. Mm-hmm. And Friday morning, we got there, and then they sent us home the Friday afternoon on a plane. So Friday morning, oh. obviously there was waiting and paperwork, and then that's when they asked cause both my parents were if they asked my parents if they were coming in, and mm-hmm. they're like, "No, nah, she can do it." They're like, "Okay, just letting you know, these things usually run for like half an hour to an hour and ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Needs you." We can have you on standby, mm-hmm. but you won't be able to see or hear anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, there's parts in there that, because they cut it down to eight minutes. I ended up being in there 50 minutes. That's great. Yeah, which is insane to think back on because I did it at such a young age. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> there's, they literally released like five minutes worth of footage on TV, so I'm like, it's all that extra footage somewhere. I wonder what happened. <laughs> Yeah, like the episode's only this long, but then I yeah. I had no idea that you're actually in there for that long. That's great. Yeah, no one ever knows, but like the fact that my parents were just sitting outside waiting for 50 minutes, yeah. knowing nothing, because then they called them in at the end 
and they literally knew absolutely nothing that happened. It's kind of weird to think about it. Yeah, and so they were like, no, you don't. Uh, none of the sharks invested, but they did offer to make all these. So what was, yeah, so even though you didn't get an investment, what was your biggest learning? What was your biggest take-home point from this experience? I think my biggest take-home was I am a lot more capable than I think I am. <laughs> the fact that I was able to, because I was 13 when we filmed. Yeah. The fact that I was somehow able to last in there for 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool to think about. Mm-hmm. Like a- I stood my ground in front of five pretty big. They're sharks. People, yeah, five pretty big sharks. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Were you nervous? I'm pr- I'm pretty sure you were. I mean. Um, was I nervous? I see. I I used to get really nervous in front of big crowds, but it was only five people. In. It was only five people. Yeah. So besides the like fifty TV cameras, <laughs> um, it wasn't. That- I don't know. I feel like I was a bit nervous, but I was just like the calmer and more collected I stay, mm-hmm. the easier and more fun this will be. That's great advice. They were so lovely. Mm-hmm. And because they don't know who's coming into the tank. Oh. All they told them, they told me that before I went in, they told the sharks that someone special was coming in. But, yeah, which I thought was really cute. But they have no clue who's coming in, like, at all. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I love watching Shark Tank, the US one, but yeah, it's, it's such a fun show. Um, so along the way um, of your entrepreneurial journey, what are some important financial lessons you've learned? Budgeting. Mm-hmm. That's probably the biggest one mm-hmm. because without budgeting, you'll go very good with all your money and then everything will go downhill. I think budgeting is the biggest lesson in life. It will stop mm-hmm. whether it's you're doing a business, whether it's you're in college trying to manage mm-hmm. your finances. It's Definitely. just something that I think everyone should learn. I think schools should get on top of more. Mm. Definitely. That's, that's why I'm making this podcast because it's crazy that schools don't yeah. teach this skill, you know, and we need it. And it took yeah, even like interest and in stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So what have you learned from being a girl boss and a CEO? So something I've learned, ooh, I feel like there's a lot of things yeah. to learn from doing this. A lot of perseverance, hard work. I was thinking about it last night. So I started this company at such a young age. Mm-hmm. So I started it when I was eight, and we launched when I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. And but I, I realized last night I did it at an age where, if you think back, how much do you remember between the ages of like eight and fourteen? Nothing. Not much. Yeah. Well, so I was like fourteen. I remember a bit, but eight, no, not really. Yeah. See, most of the work I did was between like eight and thirteen. Like I remember our launch. I was. That's my biggest like earliest memories that's one of the start of like my biggest earliest memories mm-hmm. of this company but I honestly don't remember much of the hard work and sometimes mm. I have my mum telling me about it and I'm like I did that 
<laughs> and she was like, yeah, you did. So sometimes just remembering nothing's an overnight success, all hard work and mm-hmm. perseverance and persistence. And then if you work hard, good things will happen eventually. And then you'll have to work hard again and you'll just keep striving towards your goals. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Some great advice. Um, so with regards to Love Your Skin, what are your future, uh, what's your vision for it in the future? I think my vision is definitely to expand globally. Mm-hmm. So we're currently in Australia and the US and we can also ship to New Zealand. Oh, okay. And I think we can ship to Canada too. Mm, yeah, probably. Mm. And um, yeah, to expand globally and to try and spread the message of every girl deserves to be comfortable in their own skin because I think it's a really important one especially in this time social media when it's very easy yeah to see all these touched up like perfect posts yeah that people have literally spent hours trying to perfect don't know what goes in those posts yeah exactly so I think it's important just to love yourself Mm -hmm. yeah great um so what's your what's been your biggest challenge um, over the course of these last 10, 10 years. Yeah. So my biggest challenge has definitely been my age because mm-hmm. as I did a lot of stuff at a very young age, mm-hmm. going into meetings, it would take time for people to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Me to like, not command a presence in a room. Oh yeah, command a presence in a room and like establish that, yes, this is my business. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely the age. Yeah. yeah. Also, then having school to focus on as well. Yeah, balancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then what's your proudest moment? Hmm. My proudest moment. Actually, no, I do remember. So it was a month before, a month or two before Shark Tank launch. We finally got into this retail in Australia called Priceline which we'd be working on for like two years and waiting, waiting, waiting to see it on the store for the first time. And in Australia, I don't know if you guys do this, we have like athletics carnivals and stuff. No, I don't think we do that, but that's a good idea. Yeah, we do like athletics carnivals every year, like cross country and swimming carnivals and stuff. Oh, okay, I see. And so it was our athletics day and we dress up because we all have like house colours and stuff like that, like in Harry Potter. So I had, like, yeah. yeah. So my house was green. So I had, like, my green top on and, like, nail polish and, like, face paint. And actually, I, I was, like, I yeah. used to go to a school. My I used to go to a British school. Um, So we had, like, house color houses. And I yeah. loved it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, And so I was dressed up like that. And we went to a price line. That was the first time I ever saw my products on a shelf. So all the photos that are taken from that day You're all working. have me like, yep, yep, <laughs> in green. And it's quite funny. But, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, just like seeing the, uh, the, the, your work like on a shelf yeah. in a store. I, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so what advice would you give to young and aspiring entrepreneurs? Follow your dreams, but remember to work hard because hard work and persistence 
is definitely what's going to get you the result you want and it won't happen straight away it may take a year it may take five years it may take a decade who knows but as long as you keep working and keep working hard and striving mm-hmm. towards your goal anything's possible i love that thank you so much do what ways can listeners of wi-fi matters support love your skin yes yeah, so our website loveyourskin.com.com in america and any okay. australian or new zealand listeners.com.au and then our instagram is lub underscore you Thank you so much, Izzy. This was amazing. I love your advice. I love everything you do. Your product is is a pretty cool. It's very cool. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So that's the end of the interview. It was really fun talking to Izzy and I enjoyed our conversation and I definitely learned a lot. I think a key takeaway was that age is not it's, it's not a factor that determines if you're a successful entrepreneur. Izzy also said something pretty simple but powerful at the same time. Um, she talks about how strong effort and, good, and a good work ethic will give you your desired results. And she says that you can't just put in the effort once. You have to keep doing it. It's a cycle. And this the cycle of perseverance. And if you keep doing it, you're going to get your results, whether it's in a month or 10 years. And I think that's a good takeaway as well. If you want to go check out Izzy's products, uh, Love Your Skin, it's in the episode description. And also she says something um, pretty important about the concept of, bu- of budgeting. You know, regardless of what we as teens are doing individually, it's important that we understand this concept. And if you want to learn more about budgeting, I suggest you go read the blog post on the Wi-Fi Matters website called A Teen's Perspective on Budgeting and Saving by Annika. Also, if you would like to write a blog post, which I'd totally be up for, please contact me at krithiawifimatters.com. That's K-R-I-T-I at wifimatters.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next time.